Hello, Whalers Nation and all who are joining us here today. Welcome to the Whalers podcast, Beyond the Numbers with the Whalers. I am Chris Morris, the voice of Whaler Sports on the Nantucket Sports Connection, alongside Jamie Lower, the girls' varsity lacrosse coach. And we are excited to be talking to Whalers players, past and present, coaches and supporters of our Nantucket athletics program. But Jamie, we're not chatting about stats, analyzing X's and O's. Uh Uh-uh. We're going to go beyond the playing field. We sure are. And our guests today on Beyond the Numbers are David Creed from Nantucket Current Sports and Jamie Cushman from the INM, our sports media extraordinaires for the Whalers. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely a pleasure. We get to put you guys in the hot seat today. <laughs> I know, I'm excited. I know Jamie's been fired up for this one for about a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, again, congratulations, guys, because honestly, you know, the, the, the coverage that these kids are getting is just out of this world and uh you know the, the the writing and the photography that you guys do by yourself it's like you have three jobs <laughs> i know that feeling as as a, a caterer a father and and now this uh, broadcasting thing um so again congratulations to to both of you on uh, jobs well done keep it up and uh, we're happy to you know celebrate uh the media uh that the the whalers nation uh, gets to uh have uh Let's just jump back before, you know, all this, uh, you know, Nantucket Whalers action. High school, where where did you go to high school? So I grew up in Duxbury, Massachusetts, South Shore, and I graduated in 2014 and loved every minute growing up there. I played sports growing up my whole life. Yeah, what, what, which sports? I uh, played basketball and baseball and football my freshman year, and then I quit basketball and baseball, so I focused on football in high school and... Uh, yeah, it's Duxbury proud. Right? Yeah, he's he is wearing the uh, <laughs> yeah. Duxbury football fo- get up here today. Jackets, yeah. And uh, congrats, the the uh, hockey team brought yeah. it home for you. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was exciting. It was actually the first time they had won since Liz was Liz and I were in high school. Right. Um, and Liz was on the team 2014. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I know she was going nuts. Yeah, they hadn't won in a while, so. Excellent. Due time. Yeah. Jamie, what about you? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Plainville, Mass, a small town right on the border with Rhode Island, right next to Foxborough, where the Patriots play. Uh, I went to King Philip High School. It's a regional school with Plainville and uh, two other small towns in the area. Um, The only sport I played in high school was baseball. Played like basketball and soccer growing up, but uh, by by high school, just, just baseball. In what position? I was a catcher. There you so, go. Yeah. There you go. The brain's the coach on the yeah, field. Yeah, exactly. Baby. That's awesome. How'd you guys do? Uh, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> no, my, uh, my, my senior year was the only year I played varsity, and we went 1-19. Uh, so you got that one. We in. got that one win. Sweet. Thank God. I know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. The moral victory. Tough year. I mean, we, we had three seniors going into that season, me and two others, and one of them got hurt like in our last practice, I think, before, <laughs> before uh, the first game. Game. Right. So yeah, it was it was a tough year, but it was still a good time. Still part of a team. Yeah, for that sure. Camaraderie. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you guys. Like, how did you find your love for sports? Was it playing? Was it watching? Was it being at like a professional event? Like, what was the moment where you were like, "Wow, this is what I want to do." Do you want to start? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely playing and watching. Um, uh, there, I, I and and all all three. <laughs> uh, I, I remember one uh, one time for sure when I was growing up. My dad coached for my brother in little league baseball and uh so he didn't really 
go to my games because he was coaching my brother's games and kind of felt bad about that so he uh, made up for it one year by taking me to the Red Sox game and so that was just uh, it was just me and him and uh, it was a good time and definitely kind of sparked my love of baseball for sure that Fenway magic right yeah Yeah. absolutely there is no other magic like Fenway magic and that's coming from a Cleveland fan (laughs) you can feel it outside the stadium it's fantastic yeah what do you got I'm similar it was the Red Sox and it was the Patriots I mean we we grew up in like a prime time. I mean, the Patriots yeah. were just starting with Brady and Belichick, and then the Red Sox went in 04. And I think like when I really started to like it, it was actually a little later, probably closer to like when I was 10 or 11. Uh, the Patriots lost to the Colts in the AFC Championship. And it was like the first time where like a team I felt like actually lost. Right. Because I still wasn't that into it when the Red Sox lost in 03. And it was like that was the first time where I actually like kind of felt heartbroken from sports and I grew to appreciate all the good things, all like the winning and stuff. And I just like fell in love with like the drama of sports. Like it just it's like, a story. Yeah. And, no I, and, and I just it, I, I, I'm just fascinated by the whole like story aspect of sports. And you, know, you hear storybook endings sometimes in big games and everything. People refer to it that way. And. I just I love that whole part. It's crazy yeah, how much I, drama actually is in it. If yeah. you, it, you know, obviously you, you're students of the games, um, and it really is like, man, this is a great story. Like, yeah. I love it. Getting into the characters and the players and all that jazz mm-hmm. um, just adds to it. But uh, the actual game itself just has a lot of drama if Absolutely. if you look deep enough um, and uh, totally unscripted. You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Exactly. That's, That's what. The thing makes our job fun and super yep. challenging in the same <laughs> exactly. moment. Well, and um, like this, like there are stories behind everything, you know, right. you guys have had the opportunity to kind of like get to know the players and know yep. what they are like off the field or off the, you know, rink or whatever it is mm-hmm. and kind of watch them, you know, battle their way back into it or accomplish something great. So you guys have totally. interesting perspective and it Absolutely. totally shines through your efforts. It's so cool. Boston sports teams have had so much winning. Is there a favorite amongst the Boston teams that you guys have, Creed? Oh, yeah. For me, it's the Bruins, not even. And I actually got into the Bruins later when I was probably in seventh grade because I didn't. I played basketball growing right. up, didn't play hockey. Yeah. And I just fell, I fell in love with it. I went to, I remember going to a Montreal Canadiens Bruins game with my dad in eighth grade. And it was like unbelievable. It was just, yeah. actually, it was seventh grade, I think. Yeah, it was seventh grade. And they won and there were a couple fights. <laughs> I fell in love with it. And I'm like, it's by far my favorite team of the four now. I watch every game. There you go. Unless I'm covering like a Nantucket game, I right. don't miss. But you'll Bruins watch games. it on replay, I'm sure. I sometimes, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I will because they have the Bruins in two yeah. on Nesson. So. Are you a little scared that they've won so much and have the records and all that jazz as the best team, best team, best team? Now, it really isn't the best until you bring home the banner. Yeah, I think as a Bruins fan, you always have that fear. They've, <laughs> they've lost a lot of heartbreakers over the years. Even in, I mean, like, remember in 2010, they were yeah. 3-0 on the Flyers yeah. and lost. And uh, I wasn't around for all those Montreal beatings in the 70s and 80s. But, uh, I, yeah, I think until they actually win it, I'm going to be nervous. But I feel very confident that they're gonna. I, I feel mean, like, I feel like they're gonna win it this year. It's I, theirs to lose. Unfortunately, I, I hate to say it that way. I know? don't. I don't see a team beating them four yeah. out of seven times. Yeah, it's, right. It's. I just don't see it. Kush, what's your uh, favorite uh, of the of the Patriots and Red Sox? It's kind of tough to pick yeah. between the two. Maybe whoever's doing better at the time, which right now is neither. Kind, of, but uh, <laughs> as a New England fan, you can be it's perfectly fair weather but, as that uh, is possible. <laughs> I don't know. I. I. They're. They're both kind of right there. Then Bruins just behind them, and then I don't. I'm not a real NBA guy, but. What about taking on like back to our smaller scale? Do you guys have a favorite Whalers moment of the the time you guys have been covering them? 
Yeah, uh, the quarterfinal this year for boys hockey. That was unbelievable. If you include my years as interning in college, I've been covering high school sports for probably seven, eight years, and I've never been in an environment like that. It was unbelievable. I've covered games at the Garden, and it's just like everybody crammed into that little rink to watch that team the first time ever that they hosted a state quarterfinal game and a lead eight game was it was unbelievable. That was definitely my favorite. The energy in there was just unbelievable. Insane. Oh yeah. And I think the kids, uh, they know, I think they actually appreciate it. Sometimes you hear the thing, Oh, you don't appreciate it till it's over. I actually think the kids legitimately appreciated it from the moment it happened. I took a video panning everybody and some kid was like, Holy dropped an F bomb. This (laughs) is unreal. Yeah. And like, I think they realized how special that was. Yeah. Cause it's hard. Cause obviously that is historic. And, and in your, when you're in the moment, you don't, get the brevity of it, the, yeah. the wholeness of actually making history as it's going. Um, they did because we had Canton and Jack in here, Jack Billings, and they were like, dude, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like it was both of their favorite, favorite moments were, um, were that game. Yeah. And, uh, the energy was so electric and you nailed it. I mean, at TD garden, you have to have more people in there to make yeah. it that electric and that loud and that exactly. impressive. Um, yep. you know, it was impossible to, to not, uh, get jazzed up yeah that was crazy that was unbelievable and for them to win obviously yeah put the icing on the cake oh yeah um, thankfully like we said thankfully they scored that goal with only one second to go because otherwise uh, they yeah. had a penalty with all the stuff on the field <laughs> yep or on the ice but uh yeah that was amazing Kush, what do you got yeah that was a great moment for sure yeah. um i'll go with riley williams no hitter to close oh, out the baseball yeah, season um last spring against the vineyard last game of his career like 14 16 strikeouts or something crazy i don't remember but he just dominated and it was pretty cool because it was senior day so more people there than normal and it was also boys lacrosse game ended right before so everyone who was at lacrosse goes up to baseball it was actually funny i end of the top of the sixth i bolt down to the lacrosse field to talk to sam real quick just get a couple quotes about their game and you're talking to him and i kind of you know side eye mention you you know you might, you might want to get up there yeah. uh riley's got a no hitter going so uh, you bolt up and we there did. and we went you right went live there. on yeah. instagram right i so, did yeah, yeah I got the uh, last couple outs uh, yeah the last inning anyways and yeah. uh talk about storybook endings to uh, a high school career that was that was pretty special that was cool for riley what was is. so cool about that too is like that it was not 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 that it was unexpected yeah. but it was kind of under the radar yeah. you know so it was like it was kind of happening organically and just kind of like the momentum you could feel it build i mean i was i was watching the boys game and went up and it was just crazy yeah it was pretty cool and jack pierce i actually we were talking about this week or two ago coincidentally and he will tell you that that martha's Vineyard team might have been the best team they played all year yeah wow and yeah he, no, yeah. again, a, f- a fitting way to end that season too, because they did nothing but get better, get better, get better. One game away from yeah. really making the playoffs, right. which w- it would have been interesting to see with Riley. I know you never knew, you never know uh, what uh, one pitcher in in the tournament format can for sure. absolutely carry you, just like a goalie did totally. uh, for us with Griffin Star. How about a favorite interview as far as a whaler player or coach? Oh, man. I know. We, <laughs> hey, you're interview. in the hot seat here, baby. <laughs> when I, whenever I interview David Cheever, the boys' oh, tennis coach, I laugh. I He is one of the most entertaining coaches I think I've ever met, ever had an opportunity to interview. Awesome. And he'll probably, if he hears this, well, I hope he'll he probably <laughs> give me crap. But he, I love interviewing him. I think everyone that he does is just... 
it's I don't know. Just got a quote or two. You got a quote off the top of your head, yeah, by chance? Or? I, no, I mean it's just like the thing. It's just the way he talks. Yeah, like yeah. just he has no filter, and I, I love it. And the kids love him for that. Right. I've been in a couple of classes with him, like a CPR class or, you know, one or the other thing. And he just, he always has something witty and great to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he cares a lot about his team. Oh, he does. Which is really cool. Yeah. Cheever's hysterical. Um, I'll go with Willis Ferreira. Yeah. I mean, great interview every time. Win, lose, doesn't matter. Willis is is great to talk to. He's watched a little too much Belichick. (laughs) He's the perfect stone face no matter what. Um, And I I agree with you. I think that... uh, uh, that loss at the end of the season when he was, you know, you, you could see he was visibly disappointed and emotional. Yeah. Um, you know, that was one that, that, you know, you could just see, um, the, the human in him. Uh, he was not a coach anymore. He was, you know, f- physically a human and felt for the guys, you know, uh, against the vineyard. That was just, uh, that was a heartbreak, a heartbreaker of heartbreakers. They had um, a few this year. Yeah, that Nosset. Yeah. yeah. Buzzer beater. Right in front of us. Yeah. Dude, hit right in front of us. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it was too bad because those go the other way and we never, you know, they yep. could have still been playing, but right. neither here nor there. He is a great, <laughs> it's a great interview for a totally different reason. <laughs> yeah. He was one of the first coaches I met here. Um, and he's, he's amazing. Well, he's, he's, he's a great person too. He's not just a great coach. Right. He's a great guy. So that makes it Perfect. easier too. Yeah. All right. So I have a fun one for you guys. The student section can get pretty crazy at times. Yeah. Is there any one memory where like a bunch of those kids have you guys like just kind of speechless or laughing out loud? I don't want Travis to get mad at me. But <laughs> one I really enjoyed was when the girls hockey team played Marshfield last year. I grew up in Duxbury. Right. Marshfield was yeah. our biggest rival. And the crowd just started chanting, Marshfield sucks. <laughs> and I just like, I just loved it. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I, cause Payback, like, yeah, yeah. Cause like, I grew up not liking Marshfield at all. Chanting know? that quite often, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and to see them doing it was, was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed that. Felt That's right awesome. at home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the volleyball playoff games, maybe that Aspen Valley game. I can't remember which, but the the other team would would celebrate an ace by like diving onto the yeah. the, the bench players would dive yeah. onto the Almost court. That one. And so uh, after Nantucket won the uh, the second set, the uh, the student section kind of imitated the dive, and it was, it was and Travis hysterical. jumps up. Travis, he's like, awesome. get back, get back. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, obviously he uh, he could have earned an Academy Award with that performance. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think he was actually as upset. Right. as he uh, played it off. As. Oh, I should do something here. <laughs> That's a good one as well. Um, so obviously, you know, in high school sports, you have maybe things you're not familiar with. Is there a sport that you had to learn before you could really cover it? I mean, I'm still learning field hockey. I, I every time I talk to Dan and Elizabeth, I'm like, explain to me what happened here. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. But uh, I mean, those two are great, and it's a great group of girls. So it's a fun sport to watch. But yeah, I'll be honest. Sometimes when the a whistle blows, I'm like, I don't know what just happened. And again, <laughs> right, a whistle, right, whistle, whistle. Yeah, yep. that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, two for me. Uh, first one was volleyball, and I credit Andrew Vaselli because yeah. he has taught me so much about volleyball where I can actually cover it now, and I know what I'm talking about, and I actually know, like, what's happening. So give him credit. And then for some reason, swimming. I For some hmm. reason, I had trouble, like, understanding the swimming, the relays and stuff, and Jim Pignato was always amazing about, like, just helping me, like, learn it and understand what was going on and... I, those two sports. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I agree with you. Feel high. Although girls lacrosse, not far behind with all the whistles. That's true. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But 
Fortunately, you guys, you, the ladies score so many goals, we, we forget about all the whistles. Let's all touch wood on that. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest challenge as far as actually covering the Whalers and just Nantucket sports? Thinking spring right now, just kind of covering everyone equally. You know, yeah. like yeah. just thinking today, there's boys tennis and baseball you know boys tennis is at great harbor right baseball's on at the high school you know you can only you know you try to get to each game for a little bit but you kind of feel like you're shortchanging people a little yeah, bit but and both of them really yeah. <laughs> you know because only, only so much you can only could do so much but yeah. i'd say that is kind of one one difficulty yeah that's that's definitely a big one is trying to get to the games around here especially when there's a few but i i think also it's just like the road games like, yeah you can't yeah. go to them like for example i would have gone to a game well with boys across me i would have been home when you guys are away I, I can't go unless i buy a ferry ticket and then you know either rent a car or sometimes i take i'm able to take the bus right with a team it's too bad that i i feel like it's hard to go to away games yeah I can only see the team half of their games but me too i, I wish we could take yeah. our show on the road and bring it back and it's different to as Duxbury, far as the visual yeah, like we never had that issue. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. grow up on Nantucket, so that was something I definitely had to get used to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, still getting stuff. used to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When's the home game? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Like, what's your, I, you know, Creed, I see you at the gym, and Jamie, I spoke with you briefly the other day when you were on the bus with us <laughs> to uh, Wayland, but like, what do you guys do for workouts? Like, what's your, what's your favorite way to work out? So I've started, I'm, I just completed day 10. I'm waking up at five in the morning. I'm getting to the Westmore before seven. I've seen Ooh, you a couple times. There you go. I'm doing an hour of cardio. Wow. Every morning. And then I'm doing workouts from um, switching off between chest and back, arms, uh, shoulders, legs. You're getting back to your football fighting. I'm way, getting huh? back to getting... it. Yeah. I, I <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely getting back into it. So good for That's you. Awesome. Springtime too. I, it's nice to get yeah, up early, you know, it helps yeah. with the sunshine. And my, my favorite, I love benching. I've always enjoyed benching. Yeah. Weightlifting. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's always been my favorite. There you go. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing absolutely none of that. <laughs> um, didn't do a ton this winter, uh, but the weather's getting nice. I mean, it's a beautiful day out there today, uh, so I definitely got to start hitting the trails and getting back to running again. I, I did run in uh, in high school, but... Uh, it's been a little while. You said you used to run and like finish at Gillette Stadium. Too. Yeah, I, I did one race. It was wow. pretty cool. It was like a 10K, probably the farthest I ever run ran. Um, and yeah, it started, started I think, just outside the stadium and it finished at the 50-yard line. So that was pretty cool. That's cool. Very, but, uh, that yeah. is very cool. It's been a long time since then. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had an idea that I'm going to pitch on here. Oh, boy. But I think it would be really cool to get you guys out to like the stadium on the football field at some point and do like a workout like run the bleachers let any of the athletes that want to join come and jump in oh, and man. just not to put you in the hot seat or put you on the spot oh, they're but already on the hot seat already I yeah mean, you don't want to give those kids ideas awesome. so. you're not turning yeah. red gentlemen don't worry it's fine oh as long as no one's there taking photos exactly. <laughs> cameras will be there cameras away yeah did you guys have a teacher or a mentor that influenced you? Yeah, I had a, a, a an English teacher in high school, junior and senior year that definitely, um, you know, I was always decent writer, but never really thought that I could put that towards anything. But he right. definitely, uh, he was a great teacher. It was definitely inspirational to kind of, you know, you can, you can, you can use these skills in, in a career in some, in some fashion. Well, I have to shout say, out Mr. Scanyon. I, I have to say, I, I so appreciate that because I think a lot of the coolest things that you, or a lot of the articles that you write, you know, I think there was one that you did on sisters or the one on Dan and Elizabeth and just kind of taking a different perspective and taking a peek at like some of the stuff that happens. Like you have a really good insight and eye for those stories. So 
Thank you. Shout out to that teacher as well. <laughs> For me, I had a teacher in college. She was the first one I met at my college orientation. And she was my English teacher in, I think, like at least three or four classes. Right. I saw, And then she became my advisor. And she was like, she was amazing. Allison Highland. There you go. She was always very supportive, always willing to help when I needed it. But it's like, there's just so many people that have helped me along the way. It's hard to pick one person, but... She was one in particular that always stands out. She got the ball rolling anyway. Yeah, yeah, in college. Obviously, my parents were amazing. Right. Like they, sure. They're my biggest mentors and role models. But like in terms of like a non-family member, probably her. Seriously, though, the, the <laughs> thing I love about your reporting and like you as a friend and somebody that I can look to now is like, yeah. you know absolutely everything and will put in any sort of effort to try to figure it out where I'm like... I need to figure out how to boost my rankings or I need to figure out like, what's this team like? What's this team like? You are so like your attention to detail and focus is hugely helpful for our so coaches. No, it's true. Thank you. It's, it's Thank you. so, I mean, we're so lucky to yeah. have both of you guys you. and what you guys do for this island and the kids on the island. And yeah. it's pretty awesome. I know we say it's all about the kids, but well, it seriously, is. <laughs> it, it is. you guys I are mean, all about the kids and yeah. that's what makes it yeah. so well, amazing to, uh, hours you put in too. Yeah. I mean, it's like oh, yeah. very impressive. We appreciate it so much, Thank you. which is why we're celebrating you, right <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, so we've got this little whalers roundup thing, uh, that's uh, quick hitting and, uh, we'll start with what was your number in high school and why? So high school, I really only played football cause I, you know, I quit basketball and yeah. baseball after my freshman year. I was 69 nice. the last two years, and I was 62 my sophomore year, and I think I was 60 my freshman year. And then growing up, I always picked my dad's age Aww. in my sports. There you go. I That's whatever good. his That's age really was, cool. that would be my that, that would be my number. So fantastic. That's cool. I was always four, um, and didn't really have a good reason why. It was I think I forget how old, like seven or eight, like first year of baseball beyond like T ball, like yeah, first like real year yeah. of baseball. I was number four, and I wasn't even there when they picked it. I I remember because uh, you know my my dad said, "Oh, you're number two. and I was like, "Oh, let's go, number two. I had just watched. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, I, so I just watched Austin Powers' character named Number Two, I, which I probably shouldn't say I was watching that at seven, but <laughs> I, I, I was. So Sorry, it, it, it is what it is. Sorry, mom. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, "Oh, number two, let's go," and then I get there, and they're like. No, you're four. you're four. I was like, oh, two, double to four. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't really care. And then I don't know. It just kind of stuck. Maybe it was alphabetical Loyal. with the C, yeah, C last name. Could have been. There you go. Um, so we have some super superstitious athletes on this island with game day traditions of like what they need to eat, what they need to wear, what they need to not change. Griffin. Their crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any sort of game day traditions like that? I, I really didn't. I didn't really have a game day tradition, to be honest with you. I, I couldn't even, I was trying to think of one. I can't even think of, I just kind of went with the flow. Yeah. yeah there are those go. athletes too. Yeah. They don't believe in superstitions. That's yeah. It's probably easier that way, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really either. I mean, the closest thing is, uh, so my senior year, like I said, it was the only year I played varsity. Um, and going into the that first day of tryouts, you know, I'm the senior. It's fi finally the the guys above me graduated. Like right. it's it's my job to 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 take over the catching position. And there was a kid who was like a year or two younger than me who was he was he was pretty good. And you could tell kind of the way he carried himself. He was yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna take this kid's job. So you know, they they say at the first day of baseball tryouts, you know, don't throw the ball as hard as you can. Your arm's not built up yet. Right, like right. it's been a long winter. And but of course, you know, I'm 
trying to keep my trying like to get his job, <laughs> trying to show that I'm the senior, and I throw the ball as hard as I can and just completely throw out my arm. So I, uh, the whole the whole <laughs> senior season before each game, I would just pound like 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, <laughs> so I couldn't oh my feel God. my arm during the game. Like the next day of practice, I couldn't even throw the ball, but I didn't care as long as I could throw it during the game. So that's kind of the closest thing. But again. Yeah, sorry, mom, about that. Story. She's gonna love that one too. She's gonna hear this and have like a heart attack. I, uh, I mean, we didn't have a trainer like Tyler to uh, to true, go to. Yeah. Well, we yeah. probably did, but I just didn't care enough to to do to it. Use it. <laughs> Dr. Spring has I'll an just... amazing trainer, trainer Tim. He's the best. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Uh, we love the shout outs. Um, so, favorite uh, athlete. I know we talked about teams, uh, whether it's collegiate or pro. Who who do you uh, look up to as an overall athlete favorite? Growing up, it was Manny Ramirez and Tom Brady were my two favorite there athletes. And I, I think that probably stays the same. Uh, Manny was just, he was a great baseball player, but he was just such a character. Like, you never knew what he was going to do. He would just, he was definitely my favorite. He was unique for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. A baseball oh, player. he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we got young Manny uh, yeah. in, in uh, at Cleveland, and uh, he would always come up with something. Yep. Oh, yeah. Losing his helmet. Always or does something. Something. Yeah. And and hard not to root for Brady. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. obviously the goat for a reason. Of course. Yeah, same too. I mean, not not to to steal from Creed, but yeah, th- those were the two for sure. I love that Manny play where he uh, catches a fly ball going back to the fence, reaches up to try to high five <laughs> right, a fan, right. and Baltimore. then turns around and throws a guy out at first base. Like that was just the most Manny play of all time. And then Brady. I mean, come on, who's who's yeah. responsible for more happiness for uh, for us true. for <laughs> the true. last two decades than that man? And then Manny cut off. Oh, uh, the cut off Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon throw that was really good too. There, a there's trick. a lot of. What about three things in your eyes that make a student athlete great? three characteristics i'll say having a good attitude uh being a team player and uh being committed there you go i guess i think the first thing is discipline yeah because i think discipline leads to consistency and the consistency leads to results yep so i think the discipline really has to be at the core of an athlete when it comes to like personal development the second thing is probably being selfless selflessness because if you're that like obviously you care about your personal development sure. and how you're playing but if you're selfless you care about your teammates and you take the time to understand what are my teammates good at what are they not good at and once you learn how to utilize your teammates on the field you can maximize how good you can become because you can learn how you can take their strengths and become the beneficiary of them so i would say selflessness and then the last thing's probably gratitude like mm. just be thankful yeah. every time yeah. you step on the field understand the opportunity you have because if you do that those two things that i just mentioned you're going to be more likely to show up and give your full effort and put everything you can into that specific game if you appreciate the moment. Yeah, and yeah, and the appreciation for you as an athlete will come yeah. as a result of exactly. that. Um, that's great stuff. I mean, yeah. you guys had better quotes than a couple of the coaches. <laughs> 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 no, that's not true. Uh, so here's an easy one. Juice bar flavor. Easy for me because I never went last year. Oh my no. goodness! There were there were a few we times. We have to edit that. Out too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a few times where I went and I'm like, I'm not waiting in this massive line if I can walk two minutes over to Jack and Charlie's and not have to uh, wait at all. There's, all right, well, what's your flavor at Jack and Charlie's? Uh, cotton candy is my favorite. Nice. Ice cream flavor. I've always liked cake batter. Yeah, I've always yeah. been a cake batter ice cream fan. Now, is that one that's like the chocolate cake batter or white cake batter? No, it's like a birthday cake. Oh, so it tastes like, like, yeah, it literally tastes like cake. It's really good. 
There yeah, that's go. a that's a popular one. I it is. Like. Yeah. It is. Yeah, with one of those warm cones. I was waiting for the Green Monster again, but I know, right? Today. Some New England fans. Yeah. What about pre-hype song? What's that song that gets you guys going? It changes all the time. I'm the kind of person where if I like a song, I'll just keep listening to it on repeat. It's not, you know, I'm not proud of that, but that I hey, am that kind of. Person. If it's not broke though, don't fix yeah, it. Yeah, right? like I will listen to it until I get tired of it, and then I'll move on to the next song. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I. Did you have one in high school that was like? Because like my for hoops, we would come out to Guns N' Roses. Like it was Welcome to the Jungle. We were right. Tigers. That was. I mean, whenever I hear that now, it gets me going. Yeah, Welcome to the Jungle was was a good one. Uh, then obviously Eminem was popular, sure. especially when we were yeah. there. Like Lose Yourself Till I Collapse. He's kind of persona non grata these days, but uh, "Power" by Kanye West. There you go. Was yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. That's a good tune. Though. <laughs> Skip the, the Kanye stuff, but uh, ignore what he said over the last two years and just listen to the music right. from ten years <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks very much for joining us today. Obviously, um, you know we we want to continue celebrating your in- incredible efforts on uh, celebrating the Whalers and. Uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to always chat sports with you guys. I I look forward to getting out there. I know we haven't gotten on the lacrosse field yet uh, with our our coverage, but uh, you know, reading your words, it's like we're talking to you, and and I think that's another compliment that uh, you can take home and uh, and certainly appreciate. But uh, thanks very much for joining us here today. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having us. us. And uh, thanks very much to NCTV for their technical assistance and always supporting Whalers Nation. We invite you to join us again as we talk to the people that make up Whalers Nation. And remember, you can jump on the Nantucket Sports Connection on YouTube for all your live stream coverage of Whalers Athletics or anytime you want to revisit a big Whalers win because we got a bunch of them up there now. Also on Channel 18 locally, replays of Whalers games are available. For Jamie Lower, I am Chris Morris. Until the next time we go beyond the numbers, go Whalers. This podcast is brought to you in part by Nantucket Community Television. It was recorded in NCTV's podcast studio, which is free for all members. The views expressed in this episode belong to the speakers and do not necessarily reflect those of NCTV. To become a member or to learn more, please email info at nctv18.org.